This episode of Rule Breaker Investing is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price, because everyone deserves a great night's sleep. Get $50 off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com fool and enter promo code FOOL. It's the Rule Breaker Investing Podcast with Motley Fool co-founder David Gardner. And welcome back to Rule Breaker Investing. It is our Great Quotes Volume 4 podcast. That's right. We've done three previous Great Quotes podcasts. The last one, Volume 3, was the All Buffett edition, which admittedly wasn't actually All Buffett, but it was mostly Buffett. And the two before that, just kind of pulling from quotes that I love. And that's what number four is. We're not theming this one. I've got four of you for Volume 4. But before I start, I want to mention one special thing I'm doing this week as I tape this podcast that I will talk about in next week's show. So, just a minute or two about my next week. I have a very special opportunity. I've been invited to be part of the Joint Civilian Orientation Conference. Now, this is a Department of Defense funded program that has existed for 86 years. So, I'm part of the class of 86. It'll be about 40 of us. And the purpose of this program, the JCOC, is to invite citizens, maybe even sometimes civilian leaders from the private sector, and invite them to tour military bases and the armed forces here in the United States of America to see our capabilities and acquaint us with the world of the military. Uh, It is an honor to have been nominated by the Air Force. You have to be nominated by one of the armed services, and I got an Air Force invitation. It reflected some of the past work that we've done with the military. We have some great military fools, and we've done some events over time for the military. Um, I'm really excited. But what I'm going to get to do next week is share with you, because I'm allowed to do that, some of the experiences and observations I have for this very special week. It's a week where they can't even tell me ahead of time what I'll be doing. We're allowed to talk about it afterward, which is what I'll be sharing with you next week. But we'll be having experiences, if it's anything like past JCOCs, experiences like going on an aircraft carrier, or waking up early to train with the Marines one morning, or going down and seeing U.S. Central Command in Florida. So, those are the kinds of experiences that I might have. Again, I don't actually know what I'll be doing, but I know one thing. If you're interested in this, and some of my thoughts coming out of this, some reflections about life, that's what I'm doing next week. And I'm really excited and honored to have been invited by Ash Carter, the Secretary of the Department of Defense here in the United States of America, to enjoy this very special time with my 39 fellow classmates. All right, quote number one this month. This one comes from Jean-Jacques Rousseau. It comes to me from one of my Twitter followers, at JackJane12. And here's a great Rousseau quote. And I quote, Money is the seed of money, and the first guinea is sometimes more difficult to acquire than the second million. End quote. Say it again, money is the seed of money. Well, we as investors certainly recognize that that is one of the miracles, frankly, I think, of my lifetime or our society, the world in which we're living today, that you can actually, if you have some money, that money, without you doing anything particularly, you can allow that money to grow into more money on its own. This is sometimes when I present to kids, 
uh, talking about investing, especially young kids, the concept that money can just multiply on its own when invested properly is really quite a special thing. Is I'm I'm glad that I was born at a time on Earth where that could be possible. The lazy guy in me loves that, but also the patient person in me appreciates that. And I've seen the benefits in my own life and the lives of all those in our Motley Fool community, all of our employees, our many members. I hope that you know that's true in your life. And so, how awesome is it that money is the seed of money? But then Rousseau goes on, the first guinea is sometimes more difficult to acquire than the second, not the second, than the second million. And this also is a profound insight, and I completely agree with Jean-Jacques, because that first guinea, the first dollar you have of true savings, getting out of debt, especially in our country, getting out of credit card debt, I say that in the United States of America, and I'm assuming it's like that in a lot of other places in the world, that's high interest rate debt. Even in a low interest rate global environment, you're often paying double digits just to make up for overspending on your credit card. For some of us, it's understandable. Sometimes we face emergency situations where you have to do that. But for a lot of us, it was preventable. If we made good decisions ahead of time, work to live below our means, that's a capital F foolish approach to life, to live below your means. We have many people who've practiced that for decades. One of our most popular discussion boards on the free part of our site is called Living Below Your Means. Uh, We have a whole culture at The Motley Fool of people who recognize the importance of saving. But I know, especially if you've come out of college with a lot of student debt or graduate school, it can take years to get that first guinea. So, even though Rousseau was writing from the 18th century, a political philosopher, well, actually a very talented Renaissance man himself, Rousseau had it nailed. And it's just as true today in 2016 as it was back in well, the 1760s, probably when he wrote this. Um, it's really hard to get that first guinea. But once you've got that, Truly, I think you've accomplished the hardest thing you have to do in your financial life. And from that point on, money being the seed of money, you have an opportunity to grow it, to invest it. And one of the things I love to see is when people really get started investing, they start to get inspired as their money makes more money. And guess what that does to them? It makes them want to save more. It makes them want to be more and more fiscally responsible and better and better investors. So, like most things, once you get a taste of what the reward can be, it's really inspiring to you. And that's part of what we're trying to do at The Motley Fool, is just spread that love of investing, make it something that's true of your spirit as it is of mine. And boy, did Rousseau nail it with his spirited line from a few centuries ago. All right, quote number two. Quote number two, we're going to stick with the 18th century. This is not a theme that runs all the way through this podcast, but for the first two, I'm going to go back. For In fact, for number two, it comes from one of my very favorite Americans. I'll first give you the line. Maybe you can guess who said it. And I quote, We must indeed all hang together, or most assuredly, we shall all hang separately. Well, that is a quintessentially American line. It was spoken in the Continental Congress just before the signing of the Declaration of Independence, and it was spoken by Benjamin Franklin. And I just love that line, we must indeed all hang together, or most assuredly, we shall hang separately. And and what I want to say about that is simply that there's a spirit of unity that's in that line that was obviously in our country here in the United States of America from its founding. 
And I think it's such an important spirit as I think about today's world, not just in America, not just about politics, but really about unity. We must indeed all hang together. That's such an important theme for our time. You know, so often there are forces, both political, often in the media, a lot of times trying to pit people against each other. And I don't think it's very helpful. One of the things I love about business is that commerce and trade, we have to trade with each other and we make each other more prosperous when you specialize in your thing and I specialize in mine and we buy and sell from each other. It's so much more efficient than the the proverbial, if you've heard it, $1,200 chicken sandwich that sometimes you'll read about where somebody actually tries to make a chicken sandwich, him or herself, uh, for a few months, raising a chicken, growing the bread, all this. It costs about $1,200, which is a lot more than a chicken sandwich costs, even a very good one at a restaurant today. When you find a place like a restaurant or a chef who specializes in making chicken sandwiches, and you, on the other hand, can sell him or her your talent, that is such a great world. And unity, I think, especially in 2016, is especially important. I'm always sad when I think about forces in our world that are designed specifically to divide people, that pit one group of people against another, when really going back to the Greeks, part of what made the Greeks great, I remember from reading my Edith Hamilton back in my schoolboy days, is that the Greeks understood in contrast to other cultures up until the ancient Greeks, they looked for what was common in the spirits of all men. Of course, men there, gender inclusive, in the spirit of all of us, looking for the things that brought us together as opposed to the things that separated us. So, thank you, Benjamin Franklin. And just like Jean Jacques Rousseau, Franklin and Rousseau, just as true, just as wise a few centuries later. This episode of Rule Breaker Investing is brought to you by Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. They're revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper's mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. You can buy it easily online and completely risk-free with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. Get a Casper mattress for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king-size mattress. Comparing this to industry averages, that is an outstanding price point. And you can save an additional $50 toward a mattress purchase by going to casper.com fool and entering the promo code fool. That's casper.com fool and promo code fool. Terms and conditions apply. Quote number three. Talking about true and wise, but we're going to go right through to 2016 for this one. And I absolutely love this one. So, this comes from Fool Fest, which is our annual gathering of Motley Fool members for our high end services. It occurs every year in Alexandria. And earlier this year, we had Nell Minow. Nell was one of our guests, guest stars at Fool Fest this year. She has a long career in corporate governance, being kind of a watchdog, looking for good corporate boards. And she's very good at finding bad corporate boards and behavior on a side gig. She's also a movie reviewer and a very good one at that. And Nell Minow, at the end of her interview with Chris Hill this year, and I've got the written transcript here, I'm going to just share it with you, said something that I think is awesome and therefore merits inclusion in Great Quotes, Volume 4. And here's what she said. And before I share it with you, I'm going to say right away, guilty as charged. 
I recognize in my own behavior, it's about to be invade against by what I'm sharing with you. But ever since hearing her say what I'm about to share with you, I have changed my ways here. Maybe I'm about to change. Maybe she's about to change yours right now. She said, and I quote, I wrote not one but two articles for the Huffington Post about my advice to graduates, so you can look that up. But my most important piece of advice, she said, is never, ever, 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 I'm quoting here, ever use the word busy. That's one four-letter word that I would never use. And the reason for that, she goes on, is that people use that word as an excuse. And it's a genuine insult to whoever you're talking to. It pushes them away instead of bringing them in. And it also makes it impossible for you to think honestly to yourself about what your own priorities and choices are. So, never, she closes, never use that as an excuse. Never use that as a brag. It's very popular here in Washington. Just don't use that word, and you'll become much more in tune with what you're doing and much more open to hearing from other people. Full stop, end quote. I'll leave it right there. And my final quote this month. This one's going to come from me. I realize I don't really merit true status. Great quote. But this is one of my favorite things that I've written in the last few years. It's going to end with my one-liner, but I'm just going to share with you this short essay to close this week. And it'll close with my great quote, and then we're done. And I'll see you next week. But before I get started, I should mention this does kind of fit with Nell talking to graduates, because this has me talking to our summer interns. Here I go. This was written, in fact, three summers ago, but it works just as well today. Quote, every summer we have about a dozen interns at Full HQ, some techies, some business, some investors. I get to spend time with all of them, but particularly with our investor interns. And I always feel like I have to say something wise in my talks, in A's to their Q's, something they'll take away and think about long past the dog days of a DC summer. I suppose I won't find out if I've succeeded until years later, should one or another of them email me and say, David, this is what I remembered you said that summer. This is what I learned. Of course, knowing my own memory, I won't remember what I said, and she'll simply have to take them at their word. But I did have one of those moments this summer when, right after I said it, I thought, maybe that's the kind of thing these newly minted fools will take away. And indeed, I hope so. It felt quotable. It felt like something I should share with you. Now, Mahatma Gandhi once famously did not say, be the change you wish to see in the world. A five-star sentiment constantly misattributed to the man. He never actually said those words, but I appreciate them just the same. So, when asked by one of our interns this summer which of the many stocks in Stock Advisor he should invest in, so many to choose from, presuming one can't buy them all, I said, make your portfolio reflect your best vision for our future. And I really do believe that. People have developed over time so many complex models, cockamamie schemes, computer-driven approaches to buying and selling stocks, many of them with no inherent relationship to the underlying businesses themselves. I therefore find it necessary, and I hope helpful, to remind my fellow fools of all ages, backgrounds, and levels of sophistication that what we're doing as investors is simple, and profound. You are, if you're truly investing, taking part ownership in the companies whose shares you're buying. Your portfolio should reflect you. It definitely reflects on you. 
Get this. When you buy stock in a company, there's a very thin but very real thread connecting what you just did and the future success of that business. By buying, you push the price up. A rising stock price enables companies to finance their futures more effectively, floating more shares for a secondary offering, or making an acquisition using its stock as currency. You probably chat the company up to your friends. And by holding, you take your shares out of the market's games. So simple. When faced with any group of stocks, in Stock Advisor and in Rule Breakers, we have two new monthly buys, we have 10 new best buys now, or any recommendation from anyone when faced with any group of stocks, ask yourself this. Will helping out this company as a part owner improve my life and the future of the world or not? Act accordingly. And to close it out, and this is my quote, make your portfolio reflect your best vision for our future. Pull on. As always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Learn more about Rulebreaker Investing at rbi.fool.com.